This episode was supposed to be released last week, hence the releases are slightly out of date. But I've been ill with the flu, so sorry, I haven't got around to it. Enjoy! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! R.I.P. David Bowie. Has he just died? No. But okay. It's, it's the, when, whilst we're recording this, it is the anniversary of his death. So you brought loads of Bowie albums to work yeah, to listen to? Bowie today. Which was two days after you brought loads of Bowie albums in the work to listen to on his birthday? Yes. It's Bowie week. <laughs> it's Bowie week. So how long ago did he die? It was now, was it three years ago? Four years I ago? figured that you should know that. I, do you know what? I feel like it was yesterday. That's how much oh, I'm over it. Oh, okay. He would have been 73 on um, Wednesday. Yeah. Last Wednesday, on the 8th. So what is it now? So how old was he when he died? Four years ago. Jesus, it's four years uh, ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. It's four years ago, dude. Is it really four years ago? It's four years ago. Hang on. Don't bring it up. Because he, so he died just after his birthday, remember? So is it three years ago? It's four years he died. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so we're um, later on in the podcast. I've got I've written down a little Bowie uh, sort of game, I guess. Okay. Call it. Um, Are we going mean, to go and dig is... him up? That would make terrible podcasting. I mean, it'd be a laugh, but yeah. it wouldn't make any sense without the visuals. Yeah. <laughs> but if, I had, if I had a little piece of him, though, that'd make my collection brim with fun. Have you not even got like, some hair or blood or anything? A little bit of blood, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, what do you keep in? File. <laughs> A file, yeah, <laughs> not a vial. A vial. Is that you say? It's like just I like the idea of you just file. having a ring binder. Yeah, on a file. Yeah, in a file. <laughs> yeah, it's just. A, hey, I tell you one thing. This I'm talking about the witch. Right. I did know someone who had someone's blood, famous person's blood, in a file, and they opened up the file and they said, "Look at this." And it was my mate Howard who lives in Liverpool. Yeah, and he said this because he knew Yoko Ono, right. right? And he knew people who in the business of Beatles collecting, right? Yeah, and what he had was a. New York City police report card with blood on it. And this was a report card that the first policeman at the scene of John Lennon's murder was. And he picked up one of the bullets with this report card. Hence, it got spattered with John Lennon's blood. And Howard had acquired this. And what, we went how out. How do you get like? And uh, well, he knew a lot of very. Senior, okay. I mean, he, yeah. he had your own of stay at his house. Okay. Right. God, that's been a nightmare. I'm, I'm sure he, he didn't show this. But um, <laughs> hey, you he, look what I got. And we uh, we went out in Liverpool. It was going back about ten or fifteen years ago. Now we went out in Liverpool on the Raz. Got drunk and nearly lost it in a club. <laughs> and he was frantic. He was looking around for this bit of car. He's taking look. it to a club. Yeah, he took it out in his wallet, <laughs> and he lost it. And, and, you know, it'd be the sort of thing that someone would look at it and go, oh, someone's left their train ticket and throw it in the bin. But he found it about two hours after frantically looking around this place. It was just on the floor. People, if people, someone had picked it up, they'd have picked up thousands and, well, price, something priceless. That, but uh, there we are. John Lennon's blood on a piece of card. That's um, beautiful. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> yeah. He also had a lot of Ken Dodd's tickling sticks. I was, I was thinking that well, there's not much out this week and this podcast wouldn't be very good, but it started <laughs> really high. well. It's gone high. It's high. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Uh, I've good. I've written down three things for new releases because that's pretty much all that's out. Uh, field music. What do you know about field music? Ooh, um, nothing. <clears throat> right. I know that like Geordies and Mark used to like them. I think they're quite really good. I think I yeah, like tracks I, by them. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, they are quite good, actually, but yeah. I, I haven't heard this album. I don't know much about it. And we haven't really had many promos in, so we haven't had anything to listen to. So this is going to be very, very brief. Uh, by is, the Field Music they, Album, they, it's probably are they, great. Are they, are they like... What are they like? Oh, I don't know, because I might say something now and it's nothing like what they sound like. They I mean, like, they were sort of... like. Oh, I don't think you did compare them to. What's that other band that come along at the same time? Come on, dude, you're good at this. I was trying to think of field music. Well, they ring when MySpace was out, so I'm sure I'd yeah. MySpace. <laughs> MySpace? Maybe, Sorry, yeah. you've lost me. MySpace. <laughs> it was a thing. God, these old people. It's terrible. Uh, I don't know, it was a folky indie, oh, were they? That? I don't know. I yeah, sort of like, like folky psych indie. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. But the I mean, bees. but to be honest, I have absolutely no idea what the new album might be like a... a Trans metal classic, for all I know. I mean, oh, I, I hope so. yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, be good. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just I, I basically kudos to anyone that releases anything in January because yeah. no one does, which is silly because everyone has money for Christmas and they're desperate to buy something. Yeah. Yet the record labels don't seem to release anything, which is insane because we're all just little burning holes in pockets. Yeah. Same in the summer, like. Just just reissue a bunch of stuff. People have much, still have money. I know people don't tour or whatever, but just release things. You should. Do, I'm you just should using this. I would like, uh, you we'll know, send, a podcast here which we'll millions of people listen to. We'll send it to change the music industry for the better. But that's good. You should release. You should release a lot of albums at times when people feel sorry for themselves. Yeah. After Christmas. When they, haven't got, when they haven't got enough money to go on holiday and everyone else is on holiday or, or, in the or, they're, or they're not drinking, so they're not they're going not to pubs drinking. or whatever, so yeah. they need to spend money and listen to their, and records in their house. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I mean, nothing, there's no. There's not been any news this year, is there? Nothing's happened in the news. No. Uh, so, I mean, again, it's easy to right. get press. I mean, it's, you're only competing with like a world war or something. Yeah, it's we're fine. not on the brink of war or anything. No. Get the fucking albums out. Yeah, don't worry about it. Did it. It didn't hurt yeah. via a no. <laughs> It yeah, good, good yeah, point. just yeah, yeah. Every cloud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, another another band. Uh, big up to uh, releasing stuff. Uh, the Big Moon, uh, walking like we do. I think I've just written down. Walking like we do. Well, that's not really what I've written. Sounds like Eric Moore. Sounds like Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> yeah. To play what I wrote to one of you. Yeah, I, I've just missed out some letters there. To be honest. <laughs> Really said this, the big no. moon <laughs> that might not be what it's called at all. Okay, well, whatever the big moon <laughs> is called, uh, well, really I'm walking this. backwards for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, saw them at Green Man, they were good, uh, uh, indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's lovely, nice, but, nice, uh, floaty, just, indeed. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, buy it. The last album was, uh, was it, <coughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, all right, didn't it? yeah, we like that, yeah, 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 buy both those albums. Is that it? Is it for yep. January? Uh, yeah, and I've written down the replacements because they're doing those RSD stores only reissue things, and they've done a load of them. And now they're doing "Please Meet Me" and "Don't Tell a Soul." Uh, we listened to "Please Meet Me" Wednesday. Yeah, so I it in it. because you hadn't heard it. Yeah, I loved it. <clears throat> I like the replacements. I haven't got loads of replacements. In fact, I've only got one album by the replacements. I've got both box sets, so I've got all the replacements. You've got all the albums. <laughs> but I've got one album. What do you think I've got? Uh, probably let it be. Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. guess. Well, that's um, the best one. So that's it is fair. the best album. That's a great album. But I enjoy. Please to meet me. A... You were quite surprised at how varied it was. It was, yeah. Lots yeah. of eighties trappings, which I enjoyed. Yeah, like getting a thrown a sax in on there and the drums. Well, I think because it's the only one they did as a three piece, so they sort of just augmented that by other things. And then there's a bit of a jazzy track, and then there's some saxy stuff, and then there's yeah, there's a then some of it's more. 
punky than he thought he'd be. And then they just nonchalantly end the album with Skyway and Can't Hardly Wait, which yeah. are two of the best songs. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant songwriting. And they are on uh, Indies Only. Yeah. Vinyl. <coughs> yeah. Colored. Uh, uh, what is, is, it? It? is it clear maybe, maybe oh, clear. I can't remember I should really read up before saying stuff out loud anyway get them from <laughs> us because you can't get them anywhere else in the world yeah yeah, really indies only yeah. Yeah. Newport only Newport uh, only releases the replacements uh, Don't Tell a Soul <clears throat> yeah I, I'll be honest I own all the albums and I don't really listen to Don't Tell a Soul some of my friends really like that album and I, I uh, I'm more mid-period you know is it their trans no because <laughs> I think uh, I'd love it if it is no, no. Did they do no. a trans? Does, has anyone else done a trans? Like, Ooh. can you think of any? It did your head. What was us? Well, 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 they, they were going they, that they way, made it, yeah, they? but it. Like I mean, I mean, in a kind of electronic way, but they've not. They haven't made an album where everyone. They've not got yeah, after right, the career yeah. and then just gone. Wow, this is shit. Yeah. I suppose in a way. I mean, that's everybody apart from Graham, obviously. Yeah, I think trans, trans is the best album. I suppose in a way that people have had transes in their uh, careers. I'm going to talk about two people who've had a few transes. Uh, okay. David Bowie, we mentioned. What's, Maybe, what uh, is David Bowie's trans? Well, in a way, Tin Machine would be David oh, Bowie's trans. You see what I mean? But he had the common sense to make it something that wasn't David Bowie. So if it was terrible, uh, he could just yeah, off it. As, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lou Reed's trans would probably be metal machine music. Metal yeah, machine okay, music. fair enough. You know, yeah. So, you know, doing something that no one wanted them to do. Yeah, okay. Then um, Berlin had that as well. Berlin yeah. had a bit of that. Yeah, Berlin is a but then, you know. Berlin has aged better than trans, I'd say. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It took me a while. I'm a, I'm a Neil Young fan, and trans. Trans got me in the end. Did it? Yeah, it did. I don't. Album. I mean, I. I played it to you all the way through <laughs> yeah, twice in a row. <laughs> twice in a row. My God. Oh, no. I, 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 <laughs> Do you remember we had that? I think I, I remember just, the Bowie weekend. Yeah, we had a Bowie weekend. I just weekend. don't know whether. Uh, uh, I, like, if there's an album that you've just got to, you've got to persuade yourself that you like. I'm just not really into. Not you so much. Just everybody first, that you've tried to brainwash. First time I heard Trans, <laughs> I was like, "Why does everyone slag this record off?" Because <clears> it's awful. It's not awful. It's brilliant. It's got some of his best songs on. Sample and Hold, Transformer Man. Amazing. Apart from that bloody country, apart from the if, country rubbish on the if, first if, track, if it's I, brilliant. If I googled uh, best Neil Young songs now, and uh, like, yeah. how many websites do you think would name any of the songs from Trans? <laughs> Ten it, best it Neil Young songs. Depends how quickly I can set a website up. <laughs> Um, it's easy to do these it's, days. It's easy to do. Yeah, I'll just go and quickly set up a trans tribute website. Okay, so if it goes a bit quiet from you on the yeah. podcast, that uh, yeah, yeah, just doing a quick website. Uh, you, you may notice there's a third voice here today. Yes. If you want to do the introduction, Graham. Welcome to our special guest today, Dude, aka Macaulay Crackpipe. Uh, legendary. That's his real name. Uh, that's yes. his real name. <laughs> so I was born. Um, legendary uh, Newport Bon Vivant, uh, guitarist <laughs> with my other band, Tenant Supermen, and solo artist. And in a, lots of, there have been lots of bands over the years, haven't you? Like? Far too many. Yeah. Far too, well, not far too many. No, my no. oeuvre is huge. Bigger than that. Right, okay. <laughs> his eggs he's talking about. Is that, is, is that, is that eggs for yeah, French fries? Yeah, it? yeah. If ever I go do a gig poster, it's just going to be. Bigger than huge. Bigger than huge. Yeah, bigger than huge. That'll be the quote underneath. Massive eggs. <laughs> but um, yeah, so welcome Thank to you. the Diverse Final Podcast. Is this your first time on this podcast? I was just passing. I was on my I was on my way home. 
That's how you from, become a guest on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly how it happens. Yeah. He was on his way home from Tuesday. Yeah. So, uh, <coughs> no. 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 But welcome. Thank we, you. Me and Dude have known each other many, many decades. And uh, we, we, we were played, reminiscing we were earlier, earlier on, actually. We were. And we listened to, I thought there's a bloke pointing at me then. He's not. He's talking to talking to a woman that looks like our, our sound engineer, Dr. Cunn. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll gloss over that. Pablo, Pablo, sorry, that's his other name. Um, but yeah, me and Dude spent many time listening to music together, making music together, writing music together, performing music together. Welcome, welcome. Okay. Let's clap him in. Yeah. Studio audience clapping as well. I haven't heard the same applause on my way in many years. I've, You've I've missed it. Um, I've missed it. Yeah. Is Dude in your soul band? Dude will be in my soul band. He was does in dude, a soul does band. Does Dude know he's in your soul band? I've told him I want to do some solely music. Okay. You, yeah, uh, just I, No, I've told you before. But uh, yeah. I, I see it in the pipeline now. It's just starting to get serious. Is, is the year of Graham and the Bears' soul and soul. soul. Which soul. guests are on your uh, soul uh, album, which none of which have been asked or know anything about this, but we've discussed this between ourselves. Well, I don't want to either get someone involved who hasn't said yes or name drop yes. my celebrity so, friends. I thought but, that name uh, dropping the celebrity friends was what it was all about, basically. Okay, uh, that's, that's how people get guests on albums. Taylor Swift does that, doesn't she? Oh, does she? Just name drops the celebrity friends, gets them on an album. Okay, Super Furry Animals are backing me. Yeah. Most of the tracks. Is that, uh, um, when you say these things, uh, give a percentage of how true it is. Uh, none percent. Right, none percent of the Super Furry Animals. So far. Okay, so I'm sure I can convince... Super Furry Animals are definitely backing you on every track on yeah. the album, brackets, 0% true. Yeah, well, okay. um, a third of the Mannix... Yeah, I'm not mentioning any names yet because the contract's still in the pipeline. Yeah, uh, um, percentage truth. Sorry, percentage truth Nort. for that one. Nort. Okay. Um, who else did I say the other day? Shaky. Shaky. Yeah, um, we, we 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 did say shaky, and then we found a contact that might actually know shaky. So I, that let's call that one percent. Oh yeah, no, I reckon forty percent. Forty percent. Wow, that's who knows shaky very well. That's gone up. I know quite considerably. Uh, so shaky, shaky if you're listening, yeah. feel free to email us and tell us you're not doing it. Yeah, I know shaky very very well. No, I know someone who knows shaky very, yeah, very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Who are the celebrity? Uh, Johnny um, from Menswear. Johnny from Menswear, yeah. Menswear. Um, He'll be on it. I yeah. reckon that's sixty percent. Sixty percent, Johnny from Menswear. Okay. Um, Any a top loader on it? No, they hate me. <laughs> no, uh, Josh Stone. Kick, kick my head in. No, she. I Northern uproar. Never heard of We them. haven't even got a link to them. We don't um, know. Uh, who else did I say? Who else did I say? Uh, Della Soul. Della Soul, you said, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know them quite well. So I've well, got two percent true that they're uh, on your soul album. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Justin Hawkins from the darkness. The, da- the whole darkness. The whole of the darkness. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Four um, percent. Uh, Four percent. Okay. True. If any of you are listening and want to be on a Graham Soul album, yeah. what's it called? Um, Bear Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> Bear Bear what? Bear Thugs and Harmony. Can we have hugs? Bear hugs. Bear th- hugs, hugs and Harmony. harmony. Yeah, That'd good. Be quite thank you, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, sorry. That's why, that's, why, that's why I like it. Yeah. All right. So we got a title. We have got a series of guests. There's other guests as well. Ke- uh, Ke- uh, uh, Keris from Catatonia. Do you know her? Yeah. Or sort of. Charlotte Church, I know. Oh, yeah, Church. you do actually know sort of Charlotte yeah. Church. Okay, I, I, so... I've, met Ke- I've met Keris a couple times. We had a chat. And, uh... I've met Keris once. I met Charlotte twice. Yeah. So, yeah, but between us, that's a while. At least a 3%. The Rayon Brothers. Uh, By you. Yeah, okay. Um, probably more chance of valid. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, I want Alid on there anyway. He's going yeah, to be in my band. 
Yeah, to be fair, you're a big Alid fan, I so love Alid, yeah, yeah you, we so, can. I'll, I'll just ask him. Yeah, I just uh, want him in my band. Okay, full time. Then you end up getting like uh, with me, uh, Matt from Climbing Trees and a few mm. other people in the band, and yeah, they're, they're all really good as well. Yeah, we can, you know, Lost Cap have seen us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the it's a it's a wild it's a wild album of Falco Falco yeah he's into soul probably um he's very solely and we like Queen that that track's going to be amazing (laughs) or the Queen Roxy Music soul track yeah 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 yeah. yeah, because we both like our our Queen yeah Um, that's true it's just going to be an amazing collection of guests songs (laughs) yeah when's this out or by summer yeah, that seems. Oh, Yoda, DJ Yoda. Yeah, I know Yoda. Yoda's on it. This seems. I mean, this seems really realistic. I read. I read a news article yesterday, and I really like this. And it said that it's plausible that the entire population of Wales would speak Welsh within three hundred years. And I was like, that is a realistic timescale. I like that. More people should do that. When when the government say we're going to build forty hospitals, go in three hundred years, and you'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah, that's that's that's. Plausible. And do you know one something else I want to get on there? That is plausible. Yeah. That's a good idea. But you've gone for summer. Summer, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um and, and you know that Stephen Fry did um Fifty Words of Snow with Kate Bush. He, he okay. narrated it. Yeah. I I um, need a narrator, okay. Yeah, yeah. I kind of I, I did it for the Bonds of Dog Duda band's uh, last album as well. Did he? Yeah. I kind of have a link to Matt Osman. Um, from Suede. Yeah. So I'm going to ask him if he can get his brother Richard Osman to Brilliant. do a similar thing. I think, he'd, I think he'd do that as yeah. well. Yeah. Richard Osman. I think he'd be up for that. Richard, if you're listening. Yeah. So Connie Fisher. Co- yeah, Connie. That Connie can do the uh, finale with me, a big musical finale. Oh, that'd be Manic? brilliant. I don't know. Uh, do I know anyone that knows Ruth Manor? I don't think I do. No. But it's sounding good though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll mock up the artwork and okay. then we'll just delete names as they say no. Okay. <laughs> we'll okay. do it backwards. Okay. When me and Scott used to I put on the balloon it. nights, we used to pick a, a bill that we wanted and then just not put the, the night on until everyone had said yes. I'd do the poster and everything and then without anybody, asking anybody and then we'd do it and then if someone said no, we just wouldn't bother with it. So we'd, we'd just be really stubborn about it. Uh, right, so well, just do it. I mean, it's a little bit, a little bit more low key, but uh, still, I, I like that approach. In, in okay, in the in the in the, the the theory of that, then also David Bowie and Freddie Mercury are on my album. Ah, right. I mean, we've got a. Uh, I mean, we did try and do it so that there was some plausible they chance were of. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you could sample them, I suppose. Oh yeah, definitely. Get, get clearance from whatever. Definitely sample them. Hello there. Hey, Hayden. Think, I think you've got an ordering for me. Okay, what's the name? Brennan. I'll just go and check. Thanks. What's the album? That's oh, the new Who album. Graham is, we're in the middle of a podcast, so I'm going to commentate on this. Graham has scampered off into the back room to go and find the new Who album, which you sold loads of by the new Who album. Is it any good? That's no, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them play two of the tracks live at Wembley. Right. Brilliant. Awful, is it? Are you still buying it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the sort of customers we like. Uh, I even bought classic quadrophenia, which is even worse. This is brilliant. This is a, it's a great insight in the minds of our customers, Graham. What's that, sorry? Uh, we asked if the new Hugh album was any good and said, no, it's rubbish. Is it? Is it? Who said that? Me. Is it? The person buying the new Hugh album. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's commitment to you. Townsend's been locked into a star since Zach Starkey joined, which just doesn't suit the who. So, 
Oh, there you go. This is the sort it's of stuff we... good reviews. I'll give it that. But yeah, you're not go on, yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite who one? Oh, difficult question. That is a difficult Probably one. Quadrophenia. For personal reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it probably is their best album. Yeah. What did you say? You brought... Uh... I like... Um... What did I bring in the other day? Uh, you sell out, didn't you? Yeah, sell out. Sell out. It's good. Yeah, it's a really good album. And uh, we had Live at Lee's the other day, and we had. Um... <laughs> I don't know, it's your album. Final quick one while we're away. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quick one while we're away. I quite like the old sixties uh, uh, weird psych stuff. That's twenty-four pounds, please. Did you just go into market trader then. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Thank you. Ken's <laughs> got many different customer service personas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit worried why I got that one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just... yeah, not sure. Just I'll trouble you for a bag, Governor. Of course you can. <laughs> of course you can, me old apples and peas. Brown pink the bag. Yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. It is. Same don't, more. Don't tell him, missus. <laughs> oh, don't cough on me. <laughs> oh, sorry. There we are. Thank you very much. Don't enjoy. Yes, just do enjoy, I guess. Just, just file that away. Never file please. it away. Just, just, just go yeah. straight on the shelf. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike. Tell her. Right, put that in the till. Hello there. Okay, hi, Amit. I want to order CD, please. Yeah. Okay, we might right. have to talk over the top of this because it might take a while. <laughs> what was it you wanted to order? Um, um, it's uh, by Ben Watt, and it's out on the 31st, I believe, uh, Storm Damage. Oh, so it's not out yet. But... No, it's out on the 31st. Can I pre-order? Yeah, yeah, of course. Maybe uh, I'll score this down and we'll... Uh... So I just, yeah, I'll just write that so, down. We'll have to find out the distributor and that kind of stuff. When's yeah. that? 31st? Yeah, it should be, yeah, it should be a problem. Uh, where's all the pens should be I've nicked them all. They're all over them on my desk. I realised this the other day when I was complaining I didn't have any pens and I looked in the pot where I put my pens and there's about 90. It's, it's something that happens everywhere with pens. Well, when Vaughan worked here, Vaughan would all... He's like a pen magnet. They would yeah. all just like disappear and just attract to him out here. So I've uh, now reversed that, reversed the polarity of the, uh, of the pen magnet. needs a pen moister. Why, Why did you, you say that? Why did I say it? Reverse the polarity. Because I watched the... Uh, I watched the... <laughs> Because I watched a Doctor Who last that was a, night. Great, it's going to be a really weird look. No, I watched a Doctor Who last night with John Pertwee called Terror of the Ortons. Yeah. And that was how he solved the... I mean, that's how he always solved things. But that's how he solved it at the end. He reversed the polarity of, of, of was it, the, the was neutron it, was flow. It, was it bio-related? It wasn't, but it's really weird. Now, the other weird thing that I'm having builders in at the moment, and, and I'm, I'm, I've had a horrible time with them, and I on Wednesday... I thought, do you know what? I feel like sitting down and watching Tom Hanks in the Money Pit. On the Thursday, I went on Netflix. They only bloody put it on Netflix on the Thursday. Fantastic. And you had a dream about my tooth breaking. And I had a dream about your tooth breaking. Yeah. All my teeth snapped. The next day, he said, I, I, can I you open know. up tomorrow? My tooth snapped. Yeah. Emergency dental appointment. I'm going to have a dream about the lottery tonight. Yeah, go for it. Winning that. Sorry, can I take your name? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Roberts. Uh, Chris Roberts. Chris Roberts. Yeah. Um, what was the album called? Storm damage. Storm sure. damage. We think it's called right. Yeah. Storm damage. And can I take a a, a number for you? Yeah. Please? Um. Um. Um, so just putting someone's eight, number on a podcast here. I'll bleep this out. Eight, we won't yeah. put that on the Ring podcast. that number if you've is got any queries what, about it. Do you want to take a five or something? Yeah, it's fine. Well, take a ten if you want. Have a tenner. Oh, have a tenner. Have a tenner and then I know it's not going to be much. I don't know why we're taking any, but whatever. 
I went with my girlfriend, we were so excited, we had a couple of drinks and we were giggling because they started doing the ninth wave. I was so excited, I waited my whole life to see Kate Bush. Oh, yeah. And um, public service broadcasting were in front of us and told us to shut up. <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, we were sat next to Sue yeah, Perkins. I was on, I was um, there was loads of beds there. Yeah, there was loads of beds there. But it cost me a fortune. Yeah. I had to go for the meal, sit down meal. Yeah, this was, you know, something you wanted to see then. It was I think she had a son on stage, didn't she? Yes, he was singing. That's right. He was singing. Yeah, yeah, right. he, he was singing with her in the backing, yeah. in, the, in the backing vocals. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Oh, I loved it. it was, yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. But it cost me seven hundred quid for two tickets. Yeah, that's quite I a lot of money. <laughs> I went a bit nuts. I had, I was, I was working somewhere at the time. I had five, or six different people on the phones. And all of the all of the normal <laughs> tickets. So I, you know, I wasn't the manager or anything. I had my manager on the phone. Get on the phone. I need Kate Bush tickets. Do you want to do some work, Graham? No. Did you hear me? <laughs> so uh, we had everyone on the phones trying to get me tickets. And the last tickets that were available were the, you know, she created a hamper, and you sat down. Did we, she create? Yeah, she she made it. She made the hamper. She made. You. She picked the food, and we sat down and had a meal. Sue Perkins were upstairs. We friended her. <laughs> got a bit drunk, scared her to death, and then um, got told off. But the show itself mm. was fantastic. I know she picked a stylist to picture clothes for TV. Just thought I'd put okay. that in. Yeah, we are mates, but uh, she knew maggots. Is she on your album? Oh, Chris, Chris, we're getting contacted. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Sure. I'm on the Universal portal, and I thought, I'm fairly sure that's Universal, and it's on there. That's Paul is just updating us as we have taken an order on the podcast. Paul has already ordered it. That is how amazing oh, our customer service is. So yeah, done it. it yeah. Paul is yeah. on it. But yeah. Yeah. Order book. Yeah. Yeah. This is how this is how good ruthlessly fast we are. This. So. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Well, so this. Good. I mean, this kind of works into my Bowie game. Okay, go on. Uh, so obviously, as we, we started off with, with, with saying, let's go get it. Afterwards, uh, that obviously is the anniversary of his death. So, yeah. Graham, as you may have noticed, if you've listened to any of the podcasts before, you may know that Graham's a bit of a Bowie fan. He's obviously wearing a Bowie t shirt because that's what he wears every day. <laughs> I got a Bowie t shirt. How many Bowie t shirts have you got? I've probably got about 40 Bowie t shirts, I yeah? would say. Yeah, uh, I've got, okay. a, I've, got a t- I've at least got a Bowie t shirt for every day of the month. Could you, uh, like, to get them all out and take a photo of all of them? I could. So we I, could. could, put it, we I, could I went round my mum's the other day and I found a Sound and Vision T-shirt oh. from 1990, and okay. I wore that. Yes. Nice. That's um, nice. They could do an exhibition. Uh, recently, yeah. they, they're a Boredom's fan, and this, oh, uh, yeah. they've you, been you, doing a tour. You, you I know. Yeah, no, the and, um, they're doing because they've done so many T-shirts. There's yeah. an exhibition going around just on Boredom's T-shirts. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. I could probably do a. I could do a nifty exhibition on T-shirts. Yeah, why don't you do one for Art on the Hill next year? A Bowie T-shirt. Oh, Bowie, Bowie X T-shirt. That's not a bad great. idea. Yeah, I got like clothes line up and stuff yeah. with all the Bowie. With Bowie T-shirts. Yeah. Stings ate the pits. You've been listening. How to... <laughs> dare you? Oh, <laughs> you've been listening. I've been listening to a lot of Throbbing Gristle. Speaking of boredoms. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, not the same type of thing, I but, you know, industrial <clears throat> nastiness. Oh, no, I like Throbbing. I do like Throbbing. Oh, I, know so I, really liked, I really like the last Shoo Shoo album. I played that at the Science uh, Bastard gig. He's allowed to say Science Bastard. Yeah, of course he yeah. is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> deal with a basket of fruit. Yeah. Like, if I want, I can say Fucked Up. No. You, yeah, you can say Is that, that yeah. the band? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fucked yeah. Up. Or Fucked Up Inside by Spiritualized. Yeah, 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 same yeah. title. We have another. You can say that. Oh, we are. Sorry, we won't get into this. <coughs> I will start. I will start. Anyway, right. So this is sort right. of, sort of a hastily put together game of Bowie top trumps, <coughs> which right. obviously we have actually played Bowie top trumps, yeah. but this is slightly different. Yeah. So I've written down some categories, and the metaphorical card that I'd be holding. So I want you to give me a mark out of ten for Bowie. Right. When I say the next thing, yeah. and then you've got to give a mark out of ten for his opponent, essentially. Okay. So uh, I don't really understand, but let's do it. Well, I think you'll only understand when we when we dive okay. headfirst into this uh, craziness. Okay. Is this um, a game for two or just me? Uh, woof, let's go two. Okay. So uh, Tom Trumps is uh, dealt the cards. Okay. Are you, are you uh, so a friend. So let's not complicate things. Uh, so ballads. Yeah. Right. Bowie marks yeah. out of ten for his overall ballad talent. Oh, ten. 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 Uh, but, I mean, this might be ten for everything. No, no, no. But I will substantiate it. All right, go on then. Bowie is one of the most underrated deliverers of a love song. Okay. Do you agree? And I will name some now. <laughs> Let's not wait for his answer. Let's not wait for that's, his answer, because uh, he, he, he looked up in the air. That's pointless. It was a rhetorical question. Look at my uh, face. It's not up in the air. For a start, the performance of Wild is the Wind. Mm-hmm. His, his, his own song, Absolute Beginners. Um, the whole of Young Americans, which is your favourite Bowie album, is, is very romantic. Album. What's the one for romantic. When the Wind Blows? When the Wind Blows is a, is a power ballad, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Young Americans is full of very romantic love songs and ballads, isn't it? Which is, you know... Um, I, yeah, I think, I think, okay. I think oh, he's that's, absolutely that's, that's superb. So he's up against... Uh, so would he, would he beat or lose to uh, Elton John? Ooh... For me, he probably. Oh well, I've given him ten now. I know, yeah. This is well. This is where the game may evolve. Uh, uh, yeah. I see. So, what would you give Elton? I mean, Elton could have ten as well, I suppose. Well, Elton would definitely have <coughs> it's ten. Okay. But on the ballad side, Elton should probably have eleven. Okay, so you're saying that Elton written, might win? He's uh, written, I would. I would say he he beats Bowie on the ballad overall because a lot of Elton John's greatest songs are ballads, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Well, I was thinking I could do the. Uh, kind of ballads. I could do this in reverse and give you the opponent first, but then obviously you would know that they're up against Bowie. So okay, and if we're doing out of ten, I say so. To be fair, okay. nine for right. Bowie, okay. ten for Elton. Okay. Because Bowie has got some amazing ballads in his catalogue, but he's not about that really. Elton is a great writer of the ballad. All right then. You know, out and out, outrageous chorusy pop songs, Bowie. Oh, again. <laughs> So a lot of people would probably disagree with me, but I'm going to say a strong... He had a great pop here. I'd say a strong nine. Nine, okay. Again. Versus Prince. I would say for a pop song overall, oh, eight Could, for Prince. Okay. Because you've yeah, gone it, over this and, and like yeah. when you try and get me to like Prince. So Prince is great, hits. Yeah. Bangers. Pop but, songs, bangers. Yeah, yeah. His overall catalogue, some of it really isn't pop songs. That's the Bowie. 
yeah. is all bands. Yeah. It's all great pop. Um, yeah. You know, and then on the albums, there is something else going on. Yeah. But I'd say sort of pound so for pound. A win for Bowie on that one. Yeah, because Bowie, I mean, later on, Prince goes into a little bit more sort of funk jams and things and kind of throws out the pop single. Bowie st- always had a single on the album. Little yeah. Wonder, Earthling, right. you know, Where Are We Now? They were, good, they were good pop singles that caught, captured people's imagination, weren't they? You know, even Black Star was a good pop single in a way. Was there was yeah. something catchy about Black Star that people <laughs> it's were like, in a, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, catchy, you know. In a predicting your own death kind of way, it was, it was, it was, it was Yeah, catchy. yeah. In a, you know, I'm going to die. It was uh, Dancing. Modern Love, by the way, as well, is probably the greatest pop song I've ever heard. That's fair enough. Yeah. Well, fingers, yeah. Dancing. Dancing? Yeah. Have you seen the video with Mick Jagger? Well, he's against Mick Jagger in this one, so... (laughs) I think... uh... (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, I don't think Mick Jagger really dances, does he? Mick Jagger sometimes just looks like he doesn't have all of his spine. No, that's it. He looks like a jelly man. Yeah. Uh, We wrote a song called Jelly Man once. Do you remember that? (laughs) Was it about Mick Jagger? It was about Mick Jagger, yeah. We wrote a song called Jelly Man. It was nice. Um, um, Oh, six for Mick. And I'd say, again, David, David is quite smooth, but again, not much of a mover. Uh, kind of a, seven, kind of a sixth-form disco mover, Bowie. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, I saw David Bowie, right, a few lots of times. But I saw, dancing him, competition. I saw him on the reality tour, right? <laughs> and, and it was a song called Sunday. And I was at the side of the stage, quite close, close enough to catch his eye. I could see him. Wink at him. I was winking to him, yeah. and Earl Slick, his guitarist, was doing this amazing guitar solo, and Bowie was not far away from me at all. I think this was in Bur- not in Birmingham, Birmingham. Yeah, it was one of the Birmingham shows. I, I went to two, and I was my face was like because this guitar solo was superb. And I turned my head like oh, and caught Bowie's eye right, and he he nodded like yeah, and he did. Do you remember Trevor and Simon? Yeah, he did that. Swing your pants. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> to be like this and I did it back to him and he was going yeah and then I realised I was looking at my god <laughs> and Damn I had to look away really quickly and it freaked me out but yeah he was swinging his pants lovely so he was not, not, not so, a funky so was he beating beating Jagger or not beating Jagger I mean it's just 7.5 for the oh, swing right, in your pants I've got to say uh, I've, I've written down weirdness so out and out just oddball like marks out of time for Bowie Oh, 10 out of 10, come on. Yeah, and he's up against, and it's a slightly different kind of oddball, yeah. Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> oh. Well, Lindsay Buckingham always struck me as someone who might who might invite you round for some uh, you know, drinks, uh, play you some records, play you some songs you've been writing, and then murder you. <laughs> that sort of way, that's sort of weird. That's a slightly, like I said, a slightly different yeah, kind of oddball. Yeah, but I, I think probably... Uh, all of Lindsay Buckingham's oddballness really is 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 synthesised into Tusk, isn't it? It's, <laughs> and the following solo album. And the solo album that I played the other day too, Law and Order, yeah, which is a lovely album. Um, yes, that that is he's he's off his head then. But, um, <laughs> Do you think he just distilled it all into a couple of albums? I think he just distilled it into cocaine. <laughs> that was yeah, that was it. Right, I think yeah. he was distilled cocaine for a few years there. I suppose he was. Um, so I, you'd argue with that. Yeah, I don't think. I think Bowie really was was really unusual and weird. I don't think Buckingham is in the same. I think probably six. That's a hammering. Hammering is it? Yeah. Okay. Think, yeah. Uh, fashion. Oh, ten out of ten. Uh, versus Bowie. Mark Bolan. Oh. 
Well, you've got to remember that, you know... After Dude's about, really enjoying this game, aren't I? I, 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 You've got to remember, after about three years, Bolan was known as the pudgy pixie. So um, I'm not sure he's going to be very... No, I think Bolan was never very fashionable Look in fashion. I think probably... Well, he didn't get a chance to kind of uh, test that out over a period of time, really, did he? Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, kudos on the glam rock. Yeah. He saw that coming quite early on, I think. Um, some would say he saw Bowie doing it a bit earlier okay. in, in yeah. the roundhouse oh, gig. And they both saw Sid Barrett. But they both saw Sid Barrett doing the, doing the makeup, absolutely. But there was the, the roundhouse gig where Bowie dressed like and Tony Visconti had the cape on and mm. things like that. That predates T Rex doing it. Um, I think Bowie's, Bowie's always. There's a, one of the best Bowie books is called Bowie Style. There's a whole yeah. book about his changes of changes of style. So that you can't beat that. And I never thought Bolin, I think he gets extra points. It would be a three or four for Bolin. But because he was he was on top of Glam Rock, I think it goes to six. All right. So another one for Bowie. Yeah. Films. Uh, do you want to know his verses before you give him a, a, oh, a mark? No. Okay. <laughs> right. what, what, what mark is Bowie getting for, well, his, you know, for his acting career? Okay. So, what's good? Um, Labyrinth, that's it. Yeah, Labyrinth. The Man Who Fell to Earth is good okay. too. Um, just a gigolo. He described as his 37 Elvis movies rolled into one. It's worse than that. Um, <laughs> Mr. Lawrence? Mr. Lawrence. He's very good in Mr. Lawrence. Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. And The Hunger is a very good film. One of my favourite films, The Hunger. Oh, it's going up now. So I think he would have gone four, but I think because of those performances, and he was, you know, he made some more. Have you seen this Western he made, Gunslinger's Revenge? That's dreadful. I only know this because it was on the actual Top Trumps the other week. Yeah, it's dreadful. Um, Il Mio West, it was called. I've I've picked a a competitor uh, that's got a very, a much narrower film canon. Okay, I'm going to say, I've got to be fair to Bowie, he could act. You see, okay. he was a good actor. So seven for Bowie. Versus Tina Turner. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tricky one. Um, Beyond Thunderdome is brilliant. She's great in that. Um, I mean, she should have done more, really. I she should have done more. I was expecting that guy from Gold, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, that, uh, could have been a Mick, a Mick again. Yeah. Well, he's lost. had his chance. He's had his chips. Um, oh, no. I mean, you can't really compare some of the... But Tina was very good. I think five for Tina, because okay. she only did the one film. And, and the last one? Yeah. Uh, witches. Witches? Yep, witches. Uh, well, like, like, are they a witch? Up to you. I've left, okay. it, left it pretty vague. Well, okay. So Bowie in 1975-6 yeah. was convinced that witches were trying to steal his semen. That's right? pretty cool. Right? <laughs> okay, and okay. he he drew a pentangle in his, in his room, drew wow. the curtains. okay. Uh, I, I believe a young Cameron Crowe, the filmmaker yeah, who was yeah. writing for Rolling Stone, went to interview him around this time <laughs> uh, for Rolling Stone when he was a, still a teenager and found that Bowie was was keeping his urine in bottles in the fridge because that was some sort of spell as wow. well uh, to ward <clears throat> off these evil witches who were kind of trying to steal his sperm. I'll be honest, when I wrote this down, I wasn't expecting Bowie to score highly on witches, but this is... Uh... <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think with witches, <laughs> Bowie's got to have... I mean that period was heavy. Pretty, pretty witchy. That's that. pretty witchy, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was always. And you remember he was uh, he was uh, Crowley's uniform. <laughs> What's that on quicksand on hunky dory? Yeah. He was obsessed with Alistair Crowley. Yeah. Um, I'd say a good eight. Okay. Uh, versus Kate Bush. She's very witchy. <laughs> um, 
she has turned into a bat on one of her album covers. Yeah, exactly. Which that's, is witchy. that's quite witchy. Um, Most of the side B of Hounds of Love is about witches. Very witchy. Yeah. Um, eight. It's a draw. A draw. Yeah. Witchy has each other. I because thought Bush, really would, I thought Bush would, would, oh. uh, would win that, but I mean, I didn't know the. the Bowie Urine story. The Bowie Urine story is strong, isn't it? I don't think Kate Bush has anything, ever done anything so no. weird related to I should keep it private as well. She wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah. And also, you know, she goes off to, uh, uh, I mean, it's not some of the nice floaty stuff like the central world. It's not witchy. It's more sort of um, pixies. Okay. You know, pixies and flowers and, and James Joyce. Yeah. It's not you know. specifically witch-based. No. Okay. Well, there we are. That was good. Yes, did you enjoy it that? Good. It was very good. <laughs> we can't really start ideas every now and again. They yeah. work really well, and then we never do them again. No, we won't do yeah. them again. No. Um, dude, you've been listening to a lot of late period Lou Reed. Another one of my heroes is not a hero. I, I messaged you the other day yeah. to ask you what the Raven and Lulu was like. Lulu. Raven sounds witchy. Yeah, Raven's very witchy. Uh, Lulu on... is one... That's the, the Metallica thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's one of Ashley from Spillers' favourite albums ever. Well, <laughs> she she loves it. Bowie felt that Lulu was potentially his best ever work. Wow. And that it was underrated and it would get reevaluated later on. Now, I bought it... Could, could this be his trans? <laughs> Lulu is definitely another trans. Yeah. Lulu Reed had a few transes. <laughs> he was, uh, he had a transvestite on one of his uh, Essentially, Transformer. I mean, yeah. 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 yeah, that was his last album. And he took it was kicking, his last kicking for his final release. It wasn't as loaded as Blackstar, was it? Uh, <laughs> no, Lulu only by Spillers. Lulu is a sinister double CD. Hmm. I mean, it, it goes on for hours. I, I, I will confess, I got halfway through it and then had a break and then started listening to something else. <laughs> yeah, it's up, so not so much a break rather than you yeah, just I gave just up. started listening to the Ecstasy album. Yeah, okay. Ecstasy's a great album. Dark as well, mind. Um, which came out for Record Store Day last year. <clears throat> and The Raven came out for Black Friday last year. Um, so I really enjoyed The Raven. The Raven's great, based on um, Poe. Po? Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. Um, brilliant. I saw the tour. And he he had Anthony from Anthony and Johnson's backing him and backing vocals, and he had um, his feng shui teacher or whatever throwing swords around the, <laughs> the the place. It was crazy. Um, he didn't have a drummer. He had an electric drum kit that that, that bassist would play, and Anthony did a version of Candy Says. Is that what he Candy, does? Was he, he Candy, was Candy Says, ca- which made me cry. He also sings, got, uh, sings Perfect Day on the Raven. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does he sing on that, yeah. Um, but he yeah, did I've Candy Says. B-side of Blind Melon doing pan, uh, Candy Says. Oh. Just thought well, I'd throw that in because I know nothing about Low Reed. So I He's <laughs> another daddy. Yeah, yeah, oh, everyone's dead. People are dead. Everyone's dead. I was watching Live Louie, actually. Like, I, for some reason, at Christmas time, I started listening to Jimmy Scott. Lovely little Jimmy Scott. Little Jimmy Scott, just because... I, I saw him live with Lou Reed. Well, that's what I didn't realise. Yeah. I didn't realise. Like, like Anthony, he decided to take Jimmy Scott yeah. out as like a... Bizarre backing vocalist, yeah. and they were because of the Anthony connection. It's I mean, like, you can. Oh, yeah, they do. I mean, we've got to wrap this up, but I mean that <coughs> that's a nice way to take it back to the beginning. Of, is Lou Reed has Lou Reed done exactly the same as Graham's soul album? Yeah, and just writing a list of his mates down. Yeah, yeah. and then just deciding to take him on tour. Yeah, well, yeah. and little Jimmy Scott is a fascinating character who had some sort of growth deficiency, so he made his voice sound like a little boy's voice. Yeah, even when he was eighty. And, and when I saw him on the Magic and Lost tour in 92 with my father, we went to the Hammersmith Odeon, this little dude come on stage, and he sings on the album, very weird sort of voice, but beautiful. Oh, it's, it's, and it's, and it's he, did, he did he um, did 
he did the uh, he came on for encores and he did Walk on the Wild Side and Satellite of Love. So he did all that scatting on Satellite of Love. And I've got a bootleg of that if you want to have a listen. King I'd rather listen to that, yeah. but, but yeah, yeah, I've just uh, been obsessed with Jimmy's Corpus. Yeah. It's just, it just Little watching, Jimmy's watching him play, do, he just popped up on a Lou Reed thing I was watching. I was like, well, blink an egg. What a small world for small people. <laughs> was that a con, was that a con about his size, was it? Uh, what, Jimmy Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, it was. Right, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's say goodbye. Uh, we're, uh, yeah, we're that was a lovely podcast. podcast. Thank you, Gar. Mm. Um, go and listen to uh, Late Period Lou Reed. Go and listen to David Bowie. Go and listen to uh, Come to Diverse, as you can he- hear Paul earlier. Got uh, that album. Maybe don't listen to the new, new Who album. Uh, just, uh, unrecommended by people who are even buying it. If you like the Who, buy it off us. Yeah. Um, and buy uh, Big Moon Replacements and, uh, and Field Music. And, and Field uh, Music. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. If you like this podcast, please tell your mates about it, share it, post it online, go on iTunes and give us a five-star review. All of those things help. I know we do this for a laugh, but the more people that hear it, the more it seems kind of worthwhile. Thank you. Diverse Final Podcast is brought to you by Diverse Final, hosted by Matt Jarrett and Graham the Bear, and the theme tune is written by Choir Marauder.